Welcome to Despirituality. Today, we want to talk about an interesting subject, vulnerability. But I want to remind you that one of our goals here at Despirituality is to help every single individual be able to find inspiration and help to have a personal relationship with God. What does a personal relationship with God mean? What is that about? How would that be defined? The understanding that God loves us, the understanding that God is interested in us, the understanding that God has a plan for us. Wow. That's a really good news. Because oftentimes in life, we hit peaks and valleys. And as we go through difficulties of pain and suffering and challenges, disillusionments, discouragement, despair, we need hope. And one of the things that John 3, 16 to 17 teaches us again and again and again is that God loves us so much that he sent his son to rescue us from despair, to rescue us from discouragement, to rescue us from disillusionment. And so here's the thing, no matter what background you're coming from, no matter what you've been through, no matter what your religious experiences may have been in the past, our goal at Despirituality is to help you develop a relationship with God. We hope that leads to you joining a community of believers, being a part of a church, it may not, but we hope it does. But regardless, we wanna make sure that you hear the good news, that God loves you, God's interested in you, and God has a plan for your life. Wow. And that's why today's topic is particularly important about open hearts, why vulnerability helps us see our need for God. My life and the lives of the people I've worked with and talked to over the years, seeing our need for God is perhaps one of the great challenges. Not because we don't wanna see it, but because our lives are bombarded with all kinds of news every day, events take place, circumstances change and move, some are good and some are not good. But as we go through life, sometimes at, at lightning speeds, it's hard to see our need for God. And so open hearts is really an idea and a thought and a theme that's about seeing that need by accessing the vulnerability that sometimes we lose. Acts 16, 13, on the Sabbath, we went outside the city gates to the river where we expected to find a place of prayer. We sat down and began to speak to the women who had gathered there. One of those listening was a woman from the city of Thetara named Lydia, a dealer in purple cloth. She was a worshiper of God. The Lord opened her heart to respond to Paul's message. When she and the members of her household were baptized, she invited us to her home. If you consider me a believer in the Lord, she said, come and stay at my house. And she persuaded us. What an incredible passage of scripture. Why? First, because God does something amazing. He opens someone's heart. That means that even if our heart is scarred, hard, disillusioned, discouraged, despairing, hopeless, just down. It's okay. I'll learn to live without it. God can heal it and open it up so we can have faith. This is good news. This is an encouraging thing because so much happens to us that makes us think, I don't want to have anything to do with God. I don't want anything to do with people. I just want to get away, especially during COVID. If you remember COVID and are still thinking about COVID, you just want to get away from everything. Remember the lockdowns, want to get away. We can feel that even when there isn't a pandemic. And yet God tells us through this scripture that no matter what we've been through, no matter what's going on right now, he can soften and open our heart so that we can know him. Know what? That he loves us, he's interested in us, and he has a plan for our lives. Wow. Now, Lydia, she's a woman much like women today. She owns her own business. She's a dealer in purple cloth. 
She apparently has the financing because she's the leader of her household. That was unusual at the time. She was a powerful woman. She was a leader of women. She was a leader in general of everybody. It's obvious when you read the scripture, but she didn't have everything she needed. She was a worshiper of God. She was searching. I believe we underestimate what it means to be a worshiper of God today. Worshippers of God can be people who read their Bible once a month, twice a year, go to church on holidays, or it can be someone who goes multiple times a week and reads the Bible every day. Someone in search of God. And when God sees people in searching for him, wanting to know him, he makes sure that they find out the truth about him, which is that he loves us, he's interested in us, and he has a plan for our lives. Wow. And so she's out there doing her business. And Paul shows up with his friends and they start talking to him. She listens. And that's one of those important things is to be willing to listen even when we maybe don't feel like listening. Maybe when we're busy, we're at work, we're doing a lot of things. We've got a lot on our mind, decisions to make. You wanna always listen because listening is how God opens our heart. She listened and the Lord opened her heart to respond to Paul's message. No human being can do that. There is no charismatic speaker. There is no organization that can do what only God can do, open our hearts. And opening of our hearts is what vulnerability is about. Many of you may be familiar with a writer and a professor named Brene Brown. She's done so much for the topic of vulnerability. In her book, Daring Greatly, she writes this, vulnerability is the core, the heart, the center of meaningful human experiences. Here's the thing, it's gonna be impossible for us to build great human relationships if we don't have vulnerability. It really is. I agree 100% with Brene Brown. Not that she needs me to agree with her. Vulnerability is the core, the heart, the center of meaningful human experiences. That means opening our heart is about getting us to be willing to be vulnerable. Sometimes to be vulnerable again. Here's the thing, I don't know about you, but I had times I can remember back being in second grade and sharing some of my most important secrets with friends and then being laughed at and deciding in that moment, I am not going to ever share my most intimate thoughts with anybody again. I closed my heart off because I didn't want to feel the pain of being vulnerable. Here's another quote from Brene Brown's book, Daring Greatly. Vulnerability is the core of all emotions and feelings. To feel is to be vulnerable. To believe vulnerability is weakness is to believe that feeling is weakness. To foreclose on our emotional life out of a fear that the cost will be too high is to walk away from the very thing that gives purpose and meaning to living. Look at that. That's what I went through even at seven years old. Seems crazy, doesn't it? I began to see vulnerability as weakness exposing me to pain and my fear of what it felt like. My fear of my emotions made me begin to shut off at seven and keep shutting off until the day I became a Christian at age 19 and learned that the reason I can be vulnerable is because there's a God who cares about me, a God who loves me, a God who's interested in me, and a God who has a plan for my life. Wow. And so regardless of what may happen, regardless of the exposure that vulnerability gives me to perhaps feeling more than I maybe want to feel at that moment, I've got a God who loves me. I've got a God who's interested in me. I've got a God who has a plan for my life. That's good news. And no matter what happens, I'm going to be able to manage. You know, when I became a Christian, I struggled at first because it was so different for me to have an open heart. 
God opened my heart. After a few months of studying the Bible, he opened my heart to decide to become a Christian. But I was still afraid of vulnerability. And so a moment came when I heard a message about being hot, cold, and lukewarm from Revelation 3. And I decided, listening, I'm a lukewarm Christian. I'm not really fully committed. I'm partly into the world and partly in the church, but I'm not completely committed to either. I walked out of my dorm at night and I walked down the street, about a 20, 25 minute walk. And as I was walking, I was praying and talking to God about did I make a mistake deciding to be a Christian? Because I didn't like feeling again. I kept walking and discussed with God whether or not I should just leave now because I don't want to be involved in something I'm not going to finish. And as I went along, I realized that, well, something I've written about in the book that'll be coming out soon, he's not who you think he is. I write in chapter two about when religion becomes God. And I recognized that what was happening to me is I was becoming more focused on religion and church and people than I was on God. And that's why I was struggling. My vulnerability needed to first be with God. I need to let God open my heart and then I need to let God walk with me because I needed to know confidently, securely, with great assurance, he loves me, he's interested in me, he has a plan for my life, wow. I'm not alone. That's what it means to have an open heart. That's what it means to have God be interested in us. That's what it means to pursue him and why we should. And that's why in the next few episodes, we'll be talking about biblical vulnerability. What is that? Biblical vulnerability is being willing to share with God our thoughts, what's on our mind, our motives, what's on our heart, and our emotions, how they are affected by our thoughts and our motives. Well, you'll have to listen to our next episode to learn more about that. That's one quick thought.